This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And you, you see that talent. I mean, you saw that talent against the Celtics. He played really well in the first half of that game. He was, you know, he, he was getting dimes to match his jersey number. He was setting guys up uh, and, and he was playing really well. I want to see him put his head down and drive to the cup. You know, I didn't even mind the Nick Claxton pass. I thought that one was overblown. I thought it was actually a good play and a good read. I, I think if he dumps that off right, that's a dunk for Claxton. But then the, the next time in, he comes in and almost like he's like forced to shoot and kind of just chucks up a layup. He's not, his drive numbers are, are way down. And, you know, I, I, again, he has not earned the benefit of the doubt. So, like I was alluding to before, you start to wonder, I hope the back flare-up was just random because he had back surgery. He has reasons to be behind the curve. He didn't play for a long time. He had back surgery. But it does make you go, hmm, did this happen as a result of, of him being criticized right after those games? And, of course, you have to look to trade him. The problem is he's not of any value. You realize, like, you have to attach value to move Ben. So Ben could be the salary in a deal, but the, the picks, you know, the Philly pick, whatever else picks the, the Nets have left over after the, the Harden trade, they would have to be attached to move Ben Simmons. So it's not like you're getting anything back for Ben Simmons. So let's not delude ourselves in, in that regard. There's no secret. Everybody knows what to do with Ben Simmons. Don't guard him. And you can play, you know, the, the guy who's got him can play free safety on anybody else, which makes everything more difficult when Katie's out, especially, you know, because then it's, it's, it's the focus is on Kyrie, like you said. Now, Ben didn't even play in the game against Oklahoma City, and they probably missed him in that game just from a talent standpoint when you start adding that up. And, and with, with Kyrie, you know, I, I really do have the lamest superhero name when, when everybody gets, you know, they're a Robin. Uh, you know, you got to ride on the outside of the motorcycle. But with, with Kyrie, I, I said it before, but it, part of this is size. But LeBron's the ultimate example of a guy who impacts the game in every way. Kevin Durant has gotten to that level where you know he's going to score, but you also know he can run the offense. You also know he's going to make an impact on the defensive end of the court. All those things that, that make a complete basketball player. And I think when you're looking at the MVPs of the league, all of those guys check those boxes. You know, they're having an impact on, uh, on multiple levels of the game. And with Kyrie, the only way I'm really expecting him to put his imprint on the game is, is in points per game. Yeah, and, and just to wrap up the Ben Simmons discussion, because I feel like I got the first rip on it. When you're talking about trades, I know Keith is very gung-ho about looking for a trade for him. He's a negative asset for the Nets. Like, and, and as Robin said, you have to package him with things. But if, even if you're a tanking team, that's putting a rock on a sinking ship when you're tied up for a three-year max contract for a player that 
has a complete unwillingness and definitely not an inability, but an unwillingness, which is worse, to score the basketball in addition to the things he does. And he did show a lot of good things. There was a reason he was a plus 10 against the Boston Celtics. But that type of, of, of a play is good for a plus add. If we saw that kind of a performance, that, that style of a performance from someone like Cam Thomas, we're like, oh, wow, that is a plus add. From someone with a max contract, you can't, you can't be okay with that. You can't continue to say, oh, he's coming back from an injury. And not to psychoanalyze any of the players on the Nets, Ben uh, Kevin Durant does not seem like the kind of person that would get along with that vibe. He does not seem like the kind of person who would get along with a player who has the talent to score but refuses to. So I, I, I am almost a little worried that the longer that Ben Simmons stays on the nets, the more that might rub Kevin Durant the wrong way, which would be an actual catastrophe. Hey, never say never. And I know, we. that's why I said, like, I'm, I'll never forget the day that the rumors broke. I walked into WFA and I wasn't on yet, but Craig and Evan brought me into their show and they're like, initial reaction. You, you want this James Harden trade? And I said, no, to take on Ben Simmons? No. I'm like, force Harden to play and figure it out in the offseason. Do not succumb to him pouting, him selling, him giving up on the team and inherit another headache. We've got enough headaches. And now, like, here we are with Ben Simmons where in the beginning he showed flashes and we were patient. But we're halfway through the season. And I, and I know no one wants him, right? The only team that was dumb enough to take him on was the Nets because they had an, a player quit on them. They had no other option. And what did they package Ben Simmons with? Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, picks like. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I don't know. Never say never. In Marks We Trust, all right? Sean Marks, figure something else out. But I know what they're going to figure out. They're going to figure out how to get another player in here and just have Ben's minutes be less and not have to rely on him. But that does nothing for us as Nets fans right now where we currently are with Kevin Durant out for a month, and we just expected to rely on Ben. He played one game, and he was accountable after the game in his post game. But, of course, the back flares up going into this next game. So let's talk about OKC. And honestly, I was so deep into football. I had this game on picture in picture. I did not miss a second of the NFL. I don't know if y'all are like me. I love the NBA. I love Major League Baseball. But the NFL is king, and for my job, I need to know what went on in all those games. And for my regular self, I'm betting on all of those games. I have a couple hundred dollars on every game. So like for OKC game, I'm not, I'm, that's not taking up the whole big screen. I had my eye on it. And at first I was all right with it. But then late in that game, I'm just like, bruh, like they came out in that fourth quarter, put up 37 to the Nets 22. I'm just like, this isn't the same team, obviously without Kevin Durant, but I'm like, this is a team whose M.O. was closing out games. This is a team who was stealing games in the fourth. This is a team where Kyrie was leading the league in fourth quarter points, and now they seem like they've lost their way. I can't blame Jacques Vaughn. Obviously, they don't have seven. But, yeah, watching the Nets lose back-to-back -back home games without KD, you know, I think the second game is when people now went from Ben Simmons, right? You can't be mad at Ben Simmons twice. He didn't play in the second game. But now in the second game, when people are seeing Kyrie at only 15 points, 
He did have six assists. He did have six rebounds. Now the focus has shifted to Kyrie. And I already mentioned it. All of this talk about extend Kyrie, extend Kyrie. No one's saying that right now. It, it, it goes week to week. The narrative, Basketball Association, there's a different narrative every week. And right now, people are looking for Kyrie to go out. Like the last two games, people have been telling me, Kyrie's going for 40. Kyrie's going for 40. I'm just like, for him to go for 40, he's going to have to take 40 shots. <laughs> he's going to have to make more than half of them. I don't mean to laugh at Kai, love Kai, but let's be for real. They're not looking at extending him. If he can show that he's a star player without Kevin Durant through this stretch and lead on this next West Coast trip, maybe. But, like, Kyrie, right now, I mean, we went into this first game on Thursday. My seat seat just, like, shrunk. (laughs) We went into this game on Thursday thinking Kyrie was going dark mode. You know, deleted his Instagram. Actually, Instagram suspended his account. Which is great, Uh, by the way. Great news. I was like, he's back. He's already back. He's already back. Even if we get a couple days off from who knows what's coming through that story or that feed, I don't mind it. I thought it, I looked at it as, whew, hey, one less platform to uh, cause some drama. But yeah, in this OKC game, those don't sleep on those boys. I told you in the last episode that they waxed the Celtics. And they get like that. Like, Dort and Giddy and obviously uh, SGA, like, don't sleep on them because of their record. Don't sleep on them because they're OKC. They're young. But they're, they're going to be a problem in a, in a couple years. Um, they don't even have Chet right now. Like, they're, they're going to be decent. And I think on a Sunday night, um, you know, the Nets came out there. And shout out to Seth Curry, man, just at least being able to put up some points when called on, coming off the bench. He, he said he was used to being a starter, this, that, and the other. But, I mean, he's been solid. Um, these last couple of weeks for the Nets, but I don't know what you guys have on that. Nick Claxton gave us 17, uh, 11 points from Royce. It's just not enough at the end of the day when you have the Thunder, Josh Giddy and SGA going for 28 and then Dort going for 22 and they do enough to win the game. It just now puts a lot in question going on this road trip. I think the tenor has changed. I think the conversation has changed. I think Nets fans now are leaning more into the here we go again. Um, cause they lost 11 in a row without KD and now they're nine away. I don't think it's going to get that bad folks. I really don't. I, I really, I really encourage you to chill. I really encourage you to watch the games, see what Jacques Vaughn does as a coach to adapt and see who rises and just wait it out. Like it's not all going to be rainbows and butterflies. It's not going to all be a 12 game winning streak. You just lost arguably the best player in the world. We're, we're, we're not the same team right now. Well, you know, they, I think they have the Spurs next too, which, which should help um, you know, take care of business in, in a game like that. But what you see on display is just the lack of creators down KD. I mean, even down KD and then down Ben Simmons, for all the criticism of Ben Simmons, at least for the first half of the game, maybe the first two, th- you know, three quarters of the game, he's going to play make a bit. And you, you take both those guys off the table and your margin for error is just much, much smaller there. I mean, I, I think... The Nets are the ultimate all-in team, so you will see them, I'm sure, aggressive on the trade market to try and bring in, you know, as close to an all-star level talent as John Collins is a perfect example, right? Like, not saying it's going to be John Collins, but that fringe kind of all-star level talent, just a a talent in in flux. But there's not that, you know, many teams that are clearly just looking to, to unload assets right now. The, the play-in tournament changes things a, 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 as far as that goes. So I don't know exactly what you can count on. 
but you you get to the, these games and who, who are you relying on? You know Nick Claxton now. Nick Claxton's a legit stud, but he's not that kind of player where he's going to create from the perimeter. So Kyrie is struggling. It, it's just you're in a bad spot. 